this is Perfectly Not Normal. My name's Michaela. And I'm Epi. Perfectly Not Normal is a storytelling podcast where we get to hear the stories of other people's lives. We get to hear about all the amazing adventures our guests experience. We love putting a spotlight on others because we believe that everyone has a unique story to tell. So sit back and enjoy season four of Perfectly Not Normal. Welcome back to Perfectly Not Normal. That was interesting. <laughs> that was very jolly. Oh, wait. I still have a mask on. Okay. I took my mask off. But we're <laughs> okay. still, we're six feet apart. So. Six feet apart. We're following protocols. Yes. Rules. Yes. Protocols. protocols. Rules. COVID All the rules. same thing. We are we're safe. being safe. That is the word of the, of the year. Safe. Of the whole. Yeah. It of really the entire is. year. Be safe. Safe. Yeah, it, there's a lot more meaning to it now and instead of just when you were really little and your mom would be like, okay, be safe when you go to school. So like, now it's like, now really it's like, be, be safe. safe. <laughs> it's like, hello, like, be smart, be safe. Never in a million years would I have expected masks to be like a fashion icon thing, you know? Right. Like, I just, this, every time I see a mask, I'm just amazed. I'm like, wow. Like one year ago today, we didn't even care about masks. Now yeah. it's like you want to get a cute mask or you want to get a comfortable mask. It's an accessory. It's just such an accessory. It's such a yeah. normal thing now. Yeah. It's kind of fun though. It is. I, like, I kind of like it. I don't have to wear makeup. Mine are, oh yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just don't in general. And if makeup. I ate a salad and I still have food in my mouth or like in my teeth, I'll just put a mask over it. It's going to be like, it's fine. Yeah. That's kind of gross. TMI. Yeah, but, but I feel like I don't have to worry about if I have food in my teeth anymore at all. Like, we're totally good. Who who needs flossing these days? When you Just got a mask. <laughs> Please floss. No, floss. Keep your dental hygiene going. Okay, so we're doing a podcast today, and it's perfectly not normal. So that's why we start off podcasts like this. And I feel like my mic's being really weird. I think I also just hate my um, headphones. headphones. So Look, we're gonna trust the little lines that are showing lines. up at the computer. I definitely am a louder. If than it's on red, else. you're too loud. I I can't tell. I have to keep turning and checking. So we are doing a podcast today, and. We have an amazing guest here. I actually asked her to be on this podcast probably eight months ago. Like before it was COVID? Before COVID wow. because it was like, oh, you're going to go on this fun experience. I'm not going to give it away. And you're going to do all these cool things. But then we have a COVID version of the story. And we're going to hear like the fun, good stuff. And then the, and then when uh, everything changed. But like fire it's, I am already like I already know a little bit of it. And I think it's like still really fascinating. And there's still so many things that we're going to be able to learn about. And it's going to be so cool. I'm so excited. I am so excited. Yeah. Shall we begin? We're going to begin. So she's going to introduce herself, say her name, um, where she's at in school, what is she studying, and her seventh favorite dessert item. Mm. All right. Well, hi, guys. I'm Courtney, and I'm studying Spanish and intercultural studies here. I'm a senior. And seventh favorite dessert who um gotta go with brownies mm. okay solid brownies yeah. are a little higher for me so like it's a good option but like they're probably See, three my mom me. is really good at making desserts so i've got like oh wow chocolate mousse up there oh. we've got like she makes this angel food cake with like mint chip 
like ice cream in the middle and oh, there's just so many foods that my Man. mom makes that like brownies kind of just I want sneak in there on the seventh on the seventh oh yep. okay yep. wow surprisingly <laughs> mine's ice cream your seventh I'm favorite. Not, I'm not a big dairy mm. sweet person kind of person. Uh, see, I hate cake, so ice cream's like cake number is one. Also, ice cream's number and then cake is seven? Oh, cake is like seven or Cake 10. is like a 30 for me. Uh, yeah, cake, cake has just, to have good frosting for me. Right. I mean, yeah. if it's a Dairy Queen ice cream cake, uh, yes, it's up there. Ice cream, That's ice cream, though. That's not yeah. even But cake. it's ice cream and cake. It's different. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's a different dessert just item. A fo- different form, so they call it cake. But we're not going to talk that's about not, this. That's not the <laughs> podcast. This is not why we're doing this today. <laughs> So Courtney has a fascinating story because she got to study abroad this past January, and Mm -hmm. we are going to be able to hear all about that. So just go ahead, dive in. All right. Well, I thought I'd start with like a funny slash horrifying story that happened to me. So um, within the first couple weeks of getting there, um, so where I was at in Costa Rica was San Jose area. And uh, the like actual specific area was El Carmen de Guadalupe. And it was, it's kind of like in the center of the country. Um, but about like, I think second or third weekend there, we um, traveled to Limon, which is like on the coast. And um, it was kind of like an educational trip. Like we listened to some, like some people and, but then we also had a day where we could go to the beach and this Kansas girl, like the beach, like any, t- any opportunity to go to the beach. Um, I take it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so we get there. I'm like pumped. All my friends are pumped. And like we like just start running into the water, you know. And so I, I get in there and my friends are like way out into the ocean. And I usually just like to s- stay back and just kind of where the water is just like at my knees, you know. Um, but then they're like, come on, come on. They're like, let's go deeper. And I was like, all right. So I started swimming out and then like, I realized the waves were getting a little, a little bit higher, a little bit higher. And so one time it just like went over my head and I, I popped back up out of the water and I realized that I had, when I first got into the ocean, my glasses were still on and now they weren't. And so I just, I have horrible vision without my glasses. Like I am blind, everything's blurry. And so I just like immediately, I was like, okay, all right. And so I looked down to see if like by some chance, I mean, I wasn't thinking about, I was like some chance, maybe they're just floating there around like where I was, maybe I can just reach down. No. And then another wave like came over. And so by that point I was just like overwhelmed. I was like, all right, what do I do? And so (laughs) I just started like waving my arms up in the air. I was like hoping that one of my friends would see me and come in and like not think I was like a huge emergency, but I was like, I can't see like, and so one of my friends had to come and bring me into shore. And so like, I couldn't see. And so I went and like, I was freaking out. I was in this, like, I had only been in Costa Rica for like two weeks. Like it <sighs> was still very new to me. And I was like, I called my mom. I was like, mom, like, I can't see, like, I don't have my glasses. Oh, like, um, no. and so it was very overwhelming. And luckily right before I had gone, um, I went to the eye doctor and like my parents had a great new pair of glasses for me, like at home. And so they had to send it, which cost a lot of money, but oh my they, gosh. they like expedited it. And so I was, I, but I went like about four days, oh. but I didn't have my glasses there. And it was, it was scary, but it also was one of the best like experiences, which sounds weird, but like 
when I first started college, my mom, um, when she dropped me off, she gave me a pair of glasses, like fake glasses, and said, Courtney, when life gets tough, you um, look at these and you remember to look at things like Jesus would look at things. And she called them like the Jesus glasses. And so after I had that experience in Costa Rica, I lost my glasses. I couldn't see. And I remembered that what she had done, like what she had said to me. And so I did a little devotion on that for my, like the 16 other um, people in my study abroad. And it was one of the best days, like just being able to talk about how God used that experience and just like made it one of the best out of my study abroad and one that I will remember for a That's while. Awesome. So That's yeah, so cool. That's just so a fun, fun story to start out. Yeah. But and that was the first two weeks that, that you got in? Very recently. Yeah. Wow. Like the second or third weekend I was there. So I was, whew, it was scary. <laughs> it was scary. But yeah, cause I had, I've had glasses since I was like really little, okay. like before I was two. Yeah. Aww. So it's been, it had been a while since I've been without glasses for more than a day. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But. Oh man. What a way to start. I, know. I was like, yeah. what I have done. I'm like, mom, yeah. I, I can't see. Yeah. Basically that's what oh. I was like. And my that, mom was, of course, felt bad because she was thousands of miles away. Right. Like, but Did you have contacts or do they I just... didn't have like anything, which oh my gosh. I, so when she sent my glasses, she sent like my, a backup pair just in case, which I was glad <laughs> yeah. I never had to use it luckily, but okay. like just in case that something had happened. I, one of my friends took me to the store and I got like a really like bad pair of reading glasses that wasn't even close to my prescription. So like to try to get through like the school day, yeah. but did it I, help out it, just a little bit or nothing at all? It a little bit, but I would like, when my teacher would call on me, I would have to like, I would put them on oh. like and read the sentence or like say the answer. And then I'd have to take them off or else it'd like give me a pretty bad headache. Oh so God, it was no. just, it was a crazy story to have to like navigate, but it was also just I think God used it for sure to like bless my life. So that's, it's, and it's a fun story to tell when I come back home. Yeah. So, yeah. That's amazing how you're looking at it as just like a fun story. And I'm like, yeah. I would cry. Like, my, I don't my, know. Yeah. My mom jokes that some like dolphin or fish or something in the ocean is swimming and just has my glasses on because they were blind. <laughs> or like, you know I those fish memes that. that are going around? What? Is what? The, you know those fish memes that are going around? Like the random fish, like you know, it's like on the glass. Oh, <laughs> you know, like I think in the, I know what one of them is like, like the goldfish kind of. Yeah, thing there's like thing? a goldfish, mm-hmm. and then there's like that weird blue fish, and the meme is like people waking up in the Titanic because of global warming, and they're just the first thing that they see is a fish. <laughs> yeah, you guys haven't no. seen that. <laughs> oh my god, get on the internet. It's I'm fun sorry. to think about, like, like just think about a dolphin wearing glasses. It mm, kind of yes. just brings you joy, in yes. my opinion. I, I love that. If they find <laughs> it a thousand years later, it's gonna be like. Like a lot of money. They right? were so fashionable too. It's gonna be, too. Oh, it's gonna be dang it. Yeah, I know. Oof. But now I have glasses and I can see. So <laughs> that's good. So yay. The essentials. <laughs> it's an essential. It like, is. That's a big deal. It for really sure. is. So you went down to Costa Rica mm-hmm. and your plan was to be there for a couple months. Yes. But that got switched up a bit. It did. So it was very interesting because um 
So the coronavirus was like, I don't know when it started, like January, like early January, late yeah. December, something like that. It was like whispered about. It was, yeah, like, it it was, was like one of those things yeah. that you're like, oh, you know, far away, this is happening. Right. Like personally, like I was in Costa Rica. We didn't have our first ca- like first case there until like maybe like March 6th or something. So I didn't like I hardly heard about it at all. Um, and so right around that time. Um, my group and I, we traveled to Guatemala for another, a similar trip as the one I was telling you about where we, we went to some like lectures and stuff, but we also had like a couple of days where we can just tour and um, be foreigners for a little bit. Um, but the first night they were like letting us know like, okay, like we have some cases in Costa, like the first couple cases, like I don't think you should be alarmed about it. We might like um, limit in the country travel, like you probably can't go to the beaches and stuff anymore, but you should still be able to finish out your experience. And I was like, okay, like this is good. Um, then we spent a week in Guatemala and the day we left Guatemala was when Guatemala closed their borders. Oh my God. And wow. so then I was like, okay, like I wonder if this is more serious than it, like they actually <laughs> say. And so our flight back from Guatemala was really early at like four or five in the morning. And so we got back to San Jose at around nine and they were like, okay, guys, so within that week, it's jumped to, like, between 20 and 25 cases. So we d- we'll definitely, like, be limiting travel. Just take care of yourself. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. All that jazz. Um, and then that afternoon it was when I actually got the email that said, hey, um, the best semester programs are all just, like, ending early. Everyone has to go home. Like, this is for your safety. We don't know the political... Um, what it's going to look like politically. Like we don't know what it's going to look like in a month when you have to leave. So we ask that you leave between the ne- in the next like three or four days. And so from someone who like at nine o'clock, I was excited. I was like, all right, there's this obstacle, but I can still like be here and finish out this like life changing experience. But then now at 1 PM, it's like totally changed. And now I have to say goodbye to these people I've gotten to know and it was just, oh my there, there were many tears, many All tears. All of that happened in one amount of time? It was, like a day? we got back about nine, nine in the morning and then like later afternoon, like a little after lunchtime. Yeah, it was a Can roller coaster. that's how fast the world changed? And uh, that's like mm-hmm. for so many people too. Yeah. Like it uh, literally for even yeah. the people who weren't abroad, they weren't yeah. just on spring break. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was just literally one day difference yeah everything everything yeah and the day the day i left costa rica was when costa rica declared the state of emergency and kind of closed down and it was funny because my host sister um i can probably tell you a little about that later but she texted me or like whatsapped me um and was like hey we just saw you on TV for a couple seconds and cause uh-huh. they were doing like a, like a news segment in the airport cause they were like closing down and like I've, they saw me walking in the <laughs> airport, which was really funny. And they were like, Hey, look at you. You're on TV. But it's fun. my Little three seconds of fame was like, yeah, this is actually happening. Yeah. yeah. So, wow. Then I bet that it was just such a hard adjustment too, just be, to be like, ripped away from such an important experience that you were looking forward to for a very long time. Yeah, I really, when I first visited, like they were saying, hey, there's three different options to study abroad. You can go to Spain, Ecuador, or Costa Rica. And as soon as I heard Costa Rica, I was like, wow, like that's that would be so cool to go to Costa Rica. Cause I had gone there my freshman year of high school on a mission trip. And I just fell in love with the country, the people, 
the Spanish language. And so when I found out that I could go again and like live there for several months, like I just got excited. And that was like little freshman Courtney. Yeah. And so I, I waited my three years and I finally got it. And yeah. it, don't get me wrong. It was still one of the best experiences I've ever had, but you just, you kind of think about what you missed out on. Yeah. So even though it was a month, you, I mean, there was several things that I was going to get to do, but I wasn't able to get to do. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think that happened to other people. Like even if you weren't studying abroad, like seniors in high school and college didn't necessarily get their graduations and stuff like that. So, yeah. So let's talk about what you did get to do though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So my program was based out of San Jose and I had the opportunity to stay with a host family there. And that was one of my favorite parts. Um, just getting to know them and like my, my host mom made like all my meals and stuff and just being able to sit with her at the table and stuff like that. And I had a sister who was a little bit older than me, but like felt like we would just were so close, like so close in age. And I got really close with her and yeah, that was one of my favorite parts. Um, and it was also cool to get to know all the other students that were from around the United States. There were people from New York. Um, there was a guy from Florida. There was like several, several like really good friends out of that that I've that I formed. That was one of my favorite parts, and it was cool to be able to like practice with them too, and like grow in the Spanish language together with other friends too. Even like in the midst of learning in the actual country. Yeah. So I feel like there's so much I could talk about, but. Some of my favorite parts were just the travels that we did get to do before everything got crazy. Like um, most of us went to uh, Manuel Antonio, which is like a national park there. And that was like a really fun weekend. We got to like go to the beach and there was monkeys just chilling out everywhere. (laughs) Like there was like along the rails, like on the boardwalk, like, and people were getting pictures, like they were, they would like climb on like your backpacks and stuff. And it was really, really funny and fun to experience and just spend the day at the beach. And I made sure to put my glasses on the towel that time. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. I'm going in. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, Courtney, don't lose them this time. So it's, yeah. it was funny. But anyway, that was, that was a really fun weekend. And those weekends, um, we got to like try different restaurants, which was fun. Did you have any weird food that you're just, I would never have in the States. Um, because I mean like when you travel, that's like your chance yeah, to be yeah. I mean, adventurous with food. Yeah. Like I didn't, I mean, I think, I feel like if we had more time, I would have had a little bit more time to travel, Probably, yeah. but yeah. I mean, it was rice and beans. Yeah, yeah, every day, which was <laughs> yep, a yeah. change for sure for me. Like going into it, I admit I was not the biggest fan of beans, especially and like rice wasn't my favorite. And so that was an adjustment. So now, I mean, I'm totally fine with that because like, I had it like for every meal for I think there was two meals total that I did not have. <laughs> or what, why I was why I was like living with my family that my host mom made something other than rice and beans mm. and she made spaghetti so mm. I did have two times where I had spaghetti but <laughs> when I traveled we like got pizza mm. 
and stuff, which was really nice. Oh, the first time I had pizza was like, I had not, not had anything other than rice and beans. So like <laughs> me and another girl ate like this whole pizza. pizza just between the two of us. And it was, you appreciate pizza after that. But <laughs> now, I mean, one of my favorite dishes is arroz con pollo. Mm -hmm. Like, oh. yeah, rice and chicken and oh, has vegetables. <laughs> like, yeah, that's sorry. That's yeah. like arroz con pollo. Any Latin American yeah. country, they have mm -hmm. the arroz con pollo. Yeah. It's, it's so good. My mom, my host mom was so good at making it. Ooh. I would, I would, I would finally like. I hungry. I yeah. need some good authentic food. Ooh, in my within life the last right couple now. weeks, I would ask her. I was like, I don't have a lot of time left. Can you make me arroz con pollo? And she would. She was great. Aww. But yeah, I love rice and beans. So it's funny that you like your yeah. palate changed. You're like, okay, I guess I like it now. Yeah, I mean, I had to because mm -hmm. I mean it would have been pretty. Sad. Pretty rough to but not like also, it the whole time, but rice and beans is taste very different in outside the U.S. than it, in the U.S. In the U.S., does, it just yeah. tastes more of like canned kind of beans, mm -hmm. right? And I like that though. I, I do too. Weird. But it's very beans. different. Like if you go to Latin American country and you have their rice and beans, yeah. it's the same dish. It just tastes different because of where it was made or how yeah. it was made. Even within like, even within Costa Rica, like you would go to different like in Limon. Like, because mm -hmm. that's that, the city. Yeah. It yeah. was, they had like, they called it rice and beans, like, which is in in, like in English. Oh. It was very interesting. interesting. But like, people, like, I didn't personally try it. I kind of wish I did. But my, the other people on my program was like, yeah, that's even different than like what we have in our host, host homes and yeah. stuff. So, yeah. interesting. It's very, yeah, it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the weather in Illinois. Hey. <laughs> you go 20 minutes south and it's completely different. Than <laughs> yeah. it True that. Yeah. yeah. I want to know about your host family. Did you have like just one student with one host family? Yes. Or, okay, mm -hmm. So talk yeah. about the family so a little bit. Yeah, so each, each student did get their own um, own family, their own like living space, which was really, I think that program did that so well, just cause that we fun. had, we had that time that we were away from all of our friends that, that could, that we could easily just fall into speaking English with. But, um, then we go at home and we have this family that, you all right, this Spanish? is, this is the time. Well, some families like okay. could understand English if people were, okay. um, if people need it, but my family personally, like they, did not know English hardly at all. My host oh. sister was learning it through Duolingo, but yeah. she Classic Duolingo. and she she nice. sometimes she practiced with me. But my host mom wouldn't let her a whole lot because she was like, Courtney has to learn that's true Spanish. And so I was. Um, and are these families that each year they have somebody new? Um, yeah, they these families have been hosting students for that's a long awesome. time wow. so and they they've so they've been staying faithful to the program and they yeah each semester they have that. like my i was i was asking my host mom i was like so how many am i your first student from from kansas and she's like i don't i know i think we had so like it just <laughs> i was like wow like you must have had she's like yeah she's had like over over 15 i think she said closer to 18 to 20 wow. students that she's had and it's it's so cool because it's a ministry to them yeah they like they don't care that they like right. have another student there and they just love it now that i think so about cool. it it's like all the time because yeah. they have yeah. like the spring the fall semester mm -hmm. and then some people do it in the summer yeah yeah so they, they literally have someone 
yeah. new. My host family time. loves it. And that, in fact, they were really sad when they when they found out that they couldn't have a student for yeah. a while because of the virus. But yeah, they they love it. They love it. They're, have they you love kept, to do that. Yeah. Have you kept in contact with them? I have. So I I got a WhatsApp, which is like yeah. a really cool way to like kind of keep in contact with people from other countries. And so my host sister and I actually, we talk, we like FaceTime or like video chat through the WhatsApp. And the other day I talked to her for like over an hour and a half and it Aww. was, it was really fun. And I don't necessarily get to call my host mom and dad a lot, but I kind of message them and like they text me sometimes, which is yeah. really fun. But yeah, I got, I got the closest with my host sister and it's so cool. Cause she is a, um, dietitian and like nutritionist so she'll she'll like give me tips and stuff like the other day I told her I like we, about the rec center we have here and she's like oh you have to use that that's free like yeah. it was it was fun and we just yeah we just talked about coronavirus and all and she updates me about where Costa Rica is at with their like phases and all that and so it's it's really fun to keep in contact with them for sure that's so cool yeah I love that. That's cool that you like were able to build a relationship with them, yeah. even though it was a shorter m amount mm -hmm. of time than you expected. Yeah, I was very blessed to have like the family I, I had. It was just, it was great. Yeah. So how many other students were in that program? Like how many did you go to class with? And was it just classes? Did you do like other things or? Yeah. So there were 16 of us total, I believe. So I think there are 15 people other than me. And so how it worked was um, we would, on Monday mornings, we would have the class called Perspectives on Latin America. And so that was the class where um, our um, leaders of the program would bring in people from the community to just talk about a certain subject. Like one of the, one of the times we had like an artist that would come in and like, he brought some of his art that we could buy. And like, just, we just got to know some people from the community and, um, that was on Mondays. And that was like the main thing we had that day. And then Tuesday through Friday, we would have, um, Spanish class in the mornings. And then we could also take electives just kind of like any other college you can choose. Um, so in the Spanish class were divided, like we all came in different levels of knowing Spanish. So there okay. are some people that didn't notice quite as well. And then some people that had been taking it for a while. So they had like a couple different levels. So yeah. there were some of us that were in, I was personally in the advanced class, which <laughs> I was very surprised. I was like, oh, I wish I didn't have so much pressure on the advanced <laughs> Spanish, but it ended up working really well. And I was still stretched, stretched, but, um, and then in the afternoons, you could take um, electives. So we had some people in like a business class. I personally took a literature class because I needed it for some college credit. So, and so that was an interesting class. We just read some poems and stuff. And so, yeah, that, that was kind of the class dynamic. Yeah, but we like on our little like excursion trips that we took, we like had some more guest speakers and just like, focused in on certain issues. Like in Guatemala, the big thing was um, contamination of the lake. Like they have a really beautiful lake there. Um, Lago de Atitlan, I think it was called. And um, they were just talking about like the different ways that they could prevent the contamination of the water. And I don't know, we 
there was just so many subjects that we talked about that minorities, like, I don't know, there was, there was just so much that we kind of worked through and it was almost kind of, one of my, one of the leaders, um, one of the leaders was telling me, um, it was kind of studying abroad is kind of like, um, drinking through a fire hose cause you get so much like perspective and information thrown at you and you kind of just have to like soak up what you can, but like, yeah. cause you're only there in the span of things. You're only there for a couple months. And so you just kind of have to soak up what you can, which I thought was cool. Cause that was personally my experience. I was just so overwhelmed by like, cause in college you can kind of live in a bubble where you're like, Oh, I have like these close friends. I have my apartment. I know where I'm, my classes are, but in Costa Rica, it was a like big wide world open. Like, yeah. so yeah, so that, I thought that was a good analogy that would kind of describe my experience. That's awesome. <laughs> so that's really cool. We're going to transition real quick into the, like when everything struck down, everything became okay. fire and then we all had yeah. to come back. I just want to ask before that, were there any people, was it like all the kids, the kids, the students, mm-hmm part of the u.s or was it like the whole world coming yeah every everyone that was in my personal semester was from the u.s but it was like all over the u.s yeah um so like we had some um there was another girl from my college that came and then there was some people from new york some from ohio there was people scattered throughout the whole u.s which was kind of cool just to like see their like different perspectives on stuff too so I don't know. Like, what did you feel when you got that email? Because you said you guys got it mm-hmm. in an email saying mm-hmm. you have a few days to go home. Yeah. Like, how? Do, what was going on in your mind? So it was hard because um, I got the email from the study abroad, like, whole institution kind of okay. thing um, that runs, like, several different programs. And so that was hard to, like, receive it from them because, like, it was very overwhelming. Yeah. And so, yeah. and then my program director sent a separate email that was like, I'm so sorry you had to hear this way. Like I, we really wanted to tell you in person, but we, we like found out that they had to send you the, the email at this and this time. So we couldn't really like tell you pers- like in person, which like they were really upset about that. And yeah. like there was nothing they could do, but mm. it was, it was, yeah, it was hard to get because we, I had to read it in one email, and then I had like re reread it in another email, mm. and, and and those types of emails, it's like one person will read it, and then they'll be like, "Did you hear it? Did you?" Yeah, hear this? we and, had oh, we had man. a um, group chat, and everyone was just, "I'm so sad. I don't want to go. Like, let's revolt. Let's just stay in the country." <laughs> yeah. And um, but yeah, it was definitely as soon as I read it, I just like my heart. I guess my heart just dropped out of place because I don't know it was just crushing I, yeah. I don't know I don't know the word to use but like having something so great and so something that you've been like praying about and something that everyone's been saying oh this is gonna like be the most ex- amazing experience of your life like studying abroad is which I still believe I truly believe that it is but at that moment I felt cheated right i like felt cheated and I was like if I had done this one semester before I would have had a perfect experience like yeah. um but yeah that the initial initial 
feeling was I felt cheated. I felt something ripped, like a little kid, yeah. like something, someone ripped a toy from my hand. And yeah. just, so the first thing I did was went and I hugged my host mom mm -hmm. and I told her and we just sobbed together. And it was, it was a great moment, but also we were just both so like, we were like, it's not supposed to be this way. We were supposed to get more time together. And then um, I went upstairs and I hugged my host sister and it was a similar situation. We were just like, and then I called my mom and we, like there was a lot of tears, Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, it was. So that was your initial reaction, yes. which makes complete sense. But now it's been a couple mm -hmm. months and you're, right. you were able to reflect on it now. How, how are you thankful that it happened this way and how, which sounds crazy, but mm -hmm. how are you also, you know, like growing from what you still got to experience? Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was a hard, it was a hard thing to, to have to go through for sure. But I am doing my best to look at what I did get to do. Right. Like, I got the opportunity that a lot of people do not get to do. Yeah. A lot of people don't get to travel and don't get to study in a new place and don't get to learn the way I learned. And so the two-ish months that I did have there was just a very big blessing, a very big opportunity that I think I have taken for granted. Mm. Um, so when, I'm, when I think about the hard time that it was to have to come home, like I try to think also, I try to follow that with, but hey, if you had done it this year, you wouldn't have get, gotten to go at all because right. now like no one really gets to go now. No right. one gets to really travel and look at what you did get to do. Look at how you did grow and how you did like, this is how much Spanish you did learn, even though you still have a lot to learn. You, this mm -hmm. is how much Spanish you did get to practice. This, how, this is how close your, you and your host family did get to like become. And so that's, that's kind of how I yeah. try to cope with it, but that's good. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it and to keep moving forward and being like, yeah, I had this experience and everyone went through a really difficult time and yours for sure was really hard. Um, but you got to be in Costa Rica. So I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. even believe it. It was, <laughs> it's a beautiful, beautiful country. It like is. look, take out your phone, look picture, look up pictures. Like, yeah, it's gorgeous. Are you so. planning on going back? I do someday I do want to go back. Um, I don't know exactly what, like in what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, but I do, I've thought about it and I do would like, I would like to return. I thought about maybe like contacting. Um, so what I did miss out on was I was going to get to do like a kind of like a two and a half week internship. Mm -hmm. And so I've thought about kind of like reconnecting with my like program leader and seeing if she could like pull some strings and, and like hook me up. Right yeah. yeah. <laughs> like see card. if I can <laughs> like, the table, get like, a cool like opportunity like that again, or I don't know. I just, I love it there. And I think that God has more plans for me yeah. there still. And I think that I can go back and fulfill some of those things. I don't, I don't know when, but even if it's just for another week or two, just to go and yeah. Yeah. See my host. I, I would love to stay with my host family again at some point and just reconnect yeah. with my host sister and host parents. That would be really fun to just get to see them again. But yeah. 
we'll see. We'll see where life takes us, where COVID takes us. <laughs> But. So you did this all to learn Spanish and right. you learned a lot. But where are you now looking forward? Like looking forward, where do you want to go? Like what do you want to do with learning Spanish? Like like mm -hmm. where do you want, like is there a specific place you want to work one day? Is there, like, yeah, explain that. I don't know if that yeah. made sense. No, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I'm one of those people, I still don't know exactly what I want to do after I graduate college. Um, I, I've thought a lot I've thought about it a lot, but I still don't have like a clear answer, which is hard. because I like, I would love to have like the present tied up in a bow. Like this is exactly where I'm going, but I don't at the moment. But, um, right now my answer is I would love to do work with nonprofit organizations. Um, I don't, I don't know if like based here in the U S or based, if it was based in Costa Rica, that would be <laughs> awesome. But, yes. um, I don't know. I, need to do my research on that. But, mm -hmm. and, um, if it was like a nonprofit that worked with kids, like I love working with kids as well. Um, so any combination of that would just be very cool for me to do after graduation. But like I said, I, I haven't really researched a whole lot, but I would love to do something along those lines. Cause ever since, ever since I was little, um, I've thought it'd be really cool to work with a nonprofit organization. So I think that is somewhere in my plan. I kind of have something to say, but it's not yeah. really what we just talked about. It's about COVID yeah. in general. Um, your story kind of reminds me of the way that you said it when you asked, Michaela, when you asked Courtney, was there something good? Like, I know it sounds crazy, but there's something that you must have learned from it. It just got me thinking, I'm kind of happy of how some a lot of people are thinking about COVID rather than having COVID be like, it sucked the fun out of everything. It like ruined everything more of like it happened. It was a challenge, but there's something good that came out of it. And so what I was thinking is that it sucks that a lot of people were taken a lot from, especially in like an abroad trip or a summer internship or summer job that they were going to have. And they had to skip on that. But that makes the waiting even sweeter you know like now that you said I can't wait to go back and meet the people yeah. that I met maybe do like a mini reunion or something mm -hmm. like that that's gonna hit much better than it would if it was just a regular summer right yeah like I'm right. excited to go back to camp if I do go to camp to work it because I did a whole summer without it coming back to it it's more sweet or just like with perfectly not normal we got our studio taken away because of COVID and then we took a break And that made mm -hmm. the comeback stronger and made mm -hmm. it more entertaining. So exciting. And that's yeah. going to happen with that's happening with people and it's going to happen with people. Yeah. So COVID has made us appreciate what we had making everything that we left off when we pick it back up. It's going to be better. It's going to be bigger. It's going to be more creative. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. It. Yeah. Yeah. And it gave us two things that we wouldn't normally get. Like for me, I got... A couple of weeks of living at home with my sister right before she got married mm. that I would not have gotten if I was still at school. So there was so many other things where I was like, this stinks and I'm sad and I cried and I got my tears out. But now I get to look at it as a new yeah. opportunity and a new time to grow new grow in my learning of other things and absolutely have us, you know, 
a dedicated time too of just resting because I realized yeah. like I was constantly a doer like go go this go that go this you know but you know all of a sudden when everything's literally in your bedroom there's <laughs> nowhere to go <laughs> Go to class in your pajamas. And I was like, okay, go <laughs> to this new window. Like, just new wake tab. up, open yeah. your laptop, tap. So that changes things. But yeah. So, like, with that being said, I'm really excited for you to go back to Costa Rica. And I'm not saying if you go, like, I know you're going to go back. Yeah. Yes. And when you do go back, it's just going to be way better. It's just going to be like that nostalgic feel like, yeah. Like, I'm back home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's going to feel really It'll be good. highly anticipated for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that will be the good stuff. Like, that'll be the good oh, part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you can come back and we can talk about it again. <laughs> Do yes. Part two. Part, part two podcast. Yes. Costa Rica. Courtney and Costa Rica podcast part two. Courtney and Costa Rica. Mm, that yes. fun. <laughs> I like that. I waited, you know, eight months for this podcast, so I can wait again. Don't worry. You know, like, I knew we were going to do this one day, so... We're here now. There you go. Just you wait. Just you wait. <laughs> Well, this was a fabulous episode of Perfectly Not Normal with Courtney. Thanks Eppie, for having me. And, and Michaela. Michaela. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for telling your story. Absolutely. I love it. Yay. <laughs> well, you're going to get to do it again. So we already established that. <laughs> exactly See you soon. <laughs> yeah. Eight months. That would be pretty record timing if? if you went all the way what to course, Costa Rica. Yeah. All the way back. Okay. What it, what is eight months from right now? I have this, no idea. It's, it's say like, it's September first. I don't know. October, it's like, November, December, January, February, March, April. It would be May. May. Oh. That would be, <laughs> be hard to do with school, but yeah, hey, yeah. it's a challenge. Hey, it's a challenge. <laughs> We're challenging you. Are you going to accept your challenge? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> 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 so that was a really good episode. Mm-hmm. I loved it i loved every single part of it and i loved how we all kind of got a little bit out of it yeah about covid about appreciating the small moments mm-hmm. yeah it was heartbreaking but life goes on yeah everything's mm-hmm. gonna be okay yeah yeah Michaela, tell me where they can find perfectly not normal well if they wanted to listen to other episodes or share our podcast, they should definitely, you, listener, right now, you. Yes, I'm talking yeah, to you. Yeah, you, Jimmy. <laughs> what? I'm talking to Jimmy. Jimmy? Jimmy. Neutron? Sure. Okay, Jimmy <laughs> Neutron, you should go to wherever you get your podcast. So this could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Google and search perfectly not normal and we will come right up we have all of our podcasts there this is episode 36 37 I think it's, it's in the 30s. It's in the 30s. We've got a lot. And so there's so <laughs> many more that you can listen to, catch up on, and have a good laugh and yeah. cry, laugh, smile. Cry, laugh, there's so many be emotions. angry about it. There's everything. There's a, emotions We've got in every so single many one. stories, mm-hmm. so many inputs. And stories are why we're here. Stories are so important. Right, Epi? Right. It's, our, it's in our nature to talk about stories. I don't know. What was the introduction <laughs> last time? I don't know. But with, no, but seriously, like, we love to tell stories. This is why we have this podcast. Each episode is different people that come in mm-hmm. and tell their story, whether it's a beautiful trip to Costa Rica or maybe it's it's 
I don't know, maybe somebody learned how to tie their shoes for the first time in uh, like a week. I don't know. I don't think we've covered that one yet, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we will soon. Okay, that's Sneak next week. <laughs> Stay tuned. Stay tuned. So, Evie, how can they contact us if they want to get in touch with us yeah. or follow Of course. Us? Well, lucky for us, we're living in a very technological world of 2020, meaning we have social media. So you can find Perfectly Not Normal on Instagram, <laughs> I was gonna say Spotify, which which is social media, but no, Instagram and Facebook. On Instagram, we are perfectly dot not, not dot, dot normal. normal, and on Facebook, we're just perfectly not normal. But yeah, if you are. go to our Instagram, you're gonna see a lot of different graphics with the little videos, and They're you get to so good, so many of them that you can just click on one and just listen to maybe a thirty second to forty five second clip of what is being talked about, who's in it, what the title is. You know, just kind of like, huh, which one do I want to choose? I like the one with this on it. Yeah. And then you can look it up and you can just, you know, contact us through there. You can give us suggestions. DM us. DM us. Let us know. Be like, hey, listening from Germany or something. Yes, please. Germany, what's up? Like, if you're listening to the podcast, literally while you listen... DM us and be like, hey, this is funny. Or this is this. Oh, this Or tell cry. us. That was weird. You can also that do sucked. that too. Laugh at us. You Positivity know. only. Listen, just start like messaging emojis while you listen. Do like it. the feelings that you're having. We mm-hmm. love our haters too. So we, haters. Yeah. Contact us. <laughs> hey, you know, the haters still listen. Because they, they want to know. Ooh. We're so loud. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been a fabulous time, and I think all that we have to say is bye bye for for now. now.